0: listening to hashtag no filter with Zach Peter that's me your naturally platinum blonde pop culture connoisseur I'm the reality TV junkie self improvement addict and host with only the hottest tea spilled fresh weekly for more hot takes go and give me a follow at just plain Zach I always keep it funny and I always keep it cute if you're like me and you want to stay up to date with the latest reality tea, go and give us a follow at New no Filter with Zach on the Instagram. Or you can join our private Facebook group. The link is in the description below. I hope you guys are ready. Hi guys, what's going on? Tess says, what's up, Zach Pack? How is the Zach Pack tonight? Are we lit? Are we living life? What is the vibe tonight? Where if you are living life in the Zach Pack, I need you to drop a what emoji what what what's the emoji of the night? Let's do the star emoji, the bright star emoji. If you're feeling it tonight, drop a star in the live chat to let me know that you are living life, that you are a true Zach Pack member and you came to live life. Loved your Real Housewives of Beverly Hills recap. Thank you, Mel. Mel Miff. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, my dear. Um, It was a lot of fun. I like doing these recaps. So, oh, there we go. Alicia, Hannah. I just pulled into the parking lot at the gym and now here you go distracting me, lol. Watch, sit in the parking lot, listening to you and not go in, Tabor. Oh, look at that. Oh, you guys are doing the, oh, the sparkly star. That wasn't even the star that I was thinking of, but you made it nice. Drop a snowflake. Why are we dropping? Oh, because Jen Shaw is innocent. Jen, well, sorry. Drop a, lock her up. Clink, clink. Drop a handcuff. Clink, clink. She's going to jail. Um, that That's what's really happening in us be realm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we have finally gotten confirmation uh oh, look at that Renee red coming on and ooh look at all the the stars on the YouTube Shelly Lewis Anaka or Annika sorry Annika Gemini Patriot Renee Rod dropping that super sticker what's going on if you guys are listening to this on the podcast yes, this is a Rebroadcast of our Thursday Night Live. We go live every Thursday night at 5.30 p.m. Pacific, 9.30 Eastern. So if you want to join us on Instagram or YouTube at youtube.com slash Zach, you can always join us live on Thursday nights. If you're watching this on YouTube right now, smash that like button and hit that subscribe button. Don't forget to hit the bell notification button so you can always get the tea spilled fresh. Oh, I love all the stars. We have shooting stars. We have sparkling stars. Oh, my God. So many stars. I love this, you guys. Love this vibe for us. Okay. So Tamara Judge has confirmed that she's coming back to Real Housewives of Orange County. She was on Watch What Happens Live on, what was it, Wednesday night? And she was like, "Auntie, I was just here last night with Jill Zarn- Oh, thank you, Husky Lovin- Husky and Teacher, for dropping the three badges. Thank you, Husky Love Teacher. Love you. Yes, I am going to do a reaction. Bravo, biatch. Um, But I just wanted to let everybody know Tamara has confirmed that she's coming back because a couple of nights ago she was like, Jill's there and you're, you're the thirstiest bitch I've ever met. And Jill's like, what did I do? I didn't do anything. She's like, I was just repeating headlines. And then Shannon Bedore was on Jeff Lewis Live. And Jeff asked Shannon, he's like, so we see that Tamara's coming back and she was mad at Jill for like ruining the announcement. And Jill was just, and she was just like, Jill was just repeating a rumor. I love that, like, that's where we're going with this. That Jill was just repeating a rumor, or sorry, a, a headline that she read online, which is total bogus. Okay, because if you watch the original live with Jill Zarin, she's literally like, breaking news, breaking news. Vicky just got the call last night that she's not coming back, but Tamara is, and Vicky just found out. She just got the call last night. Can you believe it? I'm like, okay, so then you didn't read a headline. You had Vicky call you and give you the thing. Is this being recorded for your podcast? Because I want to catch up. Yes, Bravo Biatch. Every Thursday night, our Thursday night lives are always recorded for the uh, for the podcast. So the full rebroadcast will be available on the podcast on Friday morning. Um. So, yeah, so I don't believe that Jill Zarin just read a headline. I believe Jill Zarin leaked it and thought it would be cute for her to leak it. I don't think, I think it was fairly innocuous. Um, I don't think she was trying to be a shady bitch about it. Maybe a little bit, but tis what to tis. Um, tis what tis. oh. Oh, there we go. Is that better? Is bitch better? Okay. Oh, okay, well. Which is sorry, I had my charger and it. it wasn't like working, whatever. Um, okay, so Tamara Judge is coming back. Announcement made, Jill Zaren. Thank you for spilling that tea for us. Let's talk about this Real House as a Beverly Hills mid season trailer because this is what we've been waiting for the Aspen trip. We're finally getting into all the tea with Aspen. So... Jill repeating a headline like Ramona leaking Teresa's wedding invite. They're both idiots. Yeah, but it, I mean, I think Ramona was a little more innocuous. I think Jill knew she was revealing some big tea and she thought it'd be cute for her to break that T. I mean, especially since they were already talking about Tamara returning, but her announcing that Vicky was definitely not returning, that Vicky got the call. Like she, you know, Jill kind of was aware of what she was doing. Okay, let's get into Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. We just ended what season or yeah, episode 11 last night. This week was episode 11 with Diana Jenkins' Christmas party. Now we're getting ready to move into the next tail end. We have Crystal's party. We have Rinna's, um, what was it, 70s party where she was celebrating Rinna Beauty. We have Erica's hair launch party that's coming up, Crystal's birthday party. We have um, Kyle's finale party, and we have the trip to Aspen all to come. So we open the mid-season trailer with Aspen and Kathy denying having a full meltdown. She's doing her Instagram live and she's like, I read a headline somewhere that I had a meltdown in Aspen and that I was throwing things. And she's like, that is not me. That is not who I am. I don't do stuff like that. And then boom, then we cut to Erica and Diana and Rinna and they're all detailing what went down. And Rinna's like, I had to lock myself into a panic room, you know, like I was... She was bonkers. She was cuckoo magoo bonkers, and I was afraid. Get me! A, uh, I'm a celebrity. Get me out of here. So then we see that it like flashes it cuts back it's like let's rewind because we're gonna get back to the story of what really went down and then we start with eric and dree and they're mixing up some chocolate at at compart and or compartes and they're the new lucy and ethel and it's like okay cute we're doing fun and then kathy's there and it looks like she's still at diana jenkins party and she's showing off her her vintage but not so vintage purse where she's like look at my purse it's vintage and then someone's like that's last season and she's like in beverly hills that's vintage and then we see a surprise. FaceTime from Elton John I'm curious what Elton John thinks about Sutton clearly he's like friends with Diana Jenkins because he was calling her at Erica's hair launch party We see Garcelle reveal the cover of her book. That's about the most exciting action we get from Garcelle in the trailer. Sutton has Erica over and they're having Popeyes and champagne on fine China. And I was kind of like, oh, I think this is this is a fun vibe. I like this duo. I like this friendship. I've been very clear that I'm appreciating Sutton a lot more this season. Um... And I like that they have this, like, fun, budding friendship that, like, continues to build from here. I'm curious what, like, the Cuckoo Magoo bird fans on, like, Twitter are going to do over this because they hate Erica and they love Sutton. And they're like, Sutton is the best. Sutton's queen. I'm like, yeah, well, guess what? Now your queen is friends with the ice queen, the villain, who you guys all think is the devil. I'm loving Erica and Sutton together, right? I think they're great. I like Sutton. Listen, I think Sutton can hold her own, but I'm really liking Sutton and Erica together. That is a dynamic duo that I am very much here for, and I would love to see explore more. Um, oh, look at this. Hi, Gina M. Gina M. said, thank you for all the realty. You're the best. You're the best, Gina. I think you are the bomb.com. Danielle says, Sutton and Erica interesting Gemini uh, Patriot says I love how Erica is trying to be on the FaceTime with Elton listen wouldn't you wouldn't you try to be on the FaceTime with Elton John if you're like oh hi hi Elton oh hey Mel says I never disliked a new housewife as much as I disliked Diana but she's no villain just a try hard listen she is giving she's trying a little too hard I will agree with you on that I'm not she's annoying me a bit to be honest with you which I was like, I had high hopes for Diana, and I was like, she's going to be the best. I'm gonna, I can't wait. This is going to be good. Um, yes, Bravo Beach. We'll get into all that. Let me finish breaking down the. The midseason trailer, and then we'll get into the Aspen and the Kathy of it all. So then we see Sutton and Cherie and Rinna, and they're all having some sort of reaction to like some sort of heated conversation. It looks like we're outside in the backyard on Rinna's porch. And then we get to Aspen, and this is where Crystal brings up the earrings, and we hear Rinna yell, you know, Crystal, keep your mouth shut. Now, again, everybody's always like, I know everyone's ready to get the pitchforks and to, you know, burn Rinna at the stake. But remember how many times we've fallen victim to these trailer editing tactics, right? Perfect example is Real Housewives of New Jersey last season with the trailer where they're talking about Teresa telling Joe Gorga, her brother, that Melissa's cheating and that he was, she was texting some one of the waiters and she caught her and all that stuff only to find out when the episode actually aired, it was all a prank. But it looked juicy and it looked like, ooh, Melissa was having an affair with Joe. So they edit these things to look a lot worse. They edit things out of context to get everybody all fired up. So... I'm holding it with the grain of salt until we actually see the episode and we see what was actually said, what was brought up, who said what. I do have a little bit about that that we'll get into after we recap this trailer. Um, So then after Renan tells Crystal to keep her mouth shut, then we have Garcelle and Garcelle's telling Cherie. She's like, she, we assume she's referring to Erica, she could be on fire and I would have no water to throw on her. To which Cherie replies and she's just like, you gotta at least spit on her. And I thought that was funny. I thought that Cherie definitely delivered that line um we see erica's hair lounge party which was right after aspen where she says that you know she's been she's always had to be held accountable and then you know now we need to hold kathy accountable because everybody was questioning her and poking into her stuff and she's like in the earrings and the orphans and the widows and she's like so kathy needs to be held accountable for her stuff too we then see Rinna and Kathy and they're at Kyle's house. And this is where Kathy tells Rinna, um, the she, you know, you can be very unkind too, you know. And then Rinna's sitting there just like, Kathy, you're a monster. I was, hiding in the, I was hiding in the basement, under the covers, under the bed, in a fetal position, drinking some nearer water. And then Kyle's telling Darish, like, I think that somebody wants to make Kathy look bad. And then Rinna's like, things are not hunky fucking dory. And she's like, this is not okay. She's not okay. She is near death. And then we're like, ooh, here we go again. First she came after Kim and now she's coming after Kathy. And everyone's like, she's always trying to break up the sisters. But now I've already revealed everything that I know about Aspen in previous episodes. But I'll recap it for some of the newbies that are just joining us. When it all went down, I spilled all that tea. So everyone that's trying to spill the tea now, guess who they got it from? Zach motherfucking Peter. Okay, so apparently while they were in Aspen, Erica gets grilled by the girls about the earrings and her reluct- her reluctance to turn over the earrings. Now we've also broken that down and we now know that she actually did turn over the earrings. I'm curious to see how this all kind of plays out, um, but we do know that she did turn over the earrings. They were given to the trustee and then placed into a, a uh, safety deposit box where They had to await a hearing where the judge was going to determine who the earrings belonged to. Did the earrings belong to Erica because they were a gift? Did the earrings belong to the trustee because they're the ones that should have all of the girardi Keys assets? Or did they belong to the clients directly? Because technically, the money that purchased the earrings was used with client funds. It was uh, money that was pulled directly from their trust account. So do the earrings, are they entitled to the client directly? And so that's what a judge had to determine and it was which of the three parties was entitled to those earrings. We also needed to get them appraised to see the true value of those earrings and then you know, see do they need to be liquidated, do they need to be turned over. If they are turned over, who gets them? Then we now know that the trustee ultimately ended up with those earrings. The judge ruled in their favor and said you can have those earrings, get them appraised, get them liquidated, and that money you can use however you need to within the estate. I don't believe there's a direct guarantee that it's going back to those clients I'm very curious to see what happens and if the trustee actually uses that money to pay back the clients, the money that they're entitled to. Now... um I also heard that Dorit gets pulled into the drama while the earrings come up because I believe it was Erica or possibly one of the other wives uh, reveals that some of the other women or one of the other women was questioning her robbery and whether or not her robbery was fake or not. I did hear that as well. So it's possible. I heard that from one source, but I wasn't able to confirm it with the second source. So I don't know if that's actually true, but I did hear that as well, that Dorit, is pulled in because apparently one of them or some of them are questioning the validity of the robbery that we know happened at the top of the season. And so that's why we then have that scene with Diana and Erica and Dorit where they're out shopping and then Kathy comes up and they're like, don't open the door for her, don't open it. So there is that because I believe we saw a photo of them shopping and that was the night after the big blow up in Aspen with the earrings. So it may have been before Kathy's big blow up in Aspen because Kathy's big Big blow up. Let's get to that. Let's get to the Kathy stuff. So to recap what happened in Aspen with Kathy. So the final night in Aspen, it was cameras down. They weren't filming. They weren't mic'd. The cast and the crew went out to a country club out in Aspen. Apparently, it's a spot that Kathy Hilton frequents. She was a little cranky. She was starting to become agitated with the staff. Apparently, she wasn't getting the special preferential treatment that she's used to when she gets there. And she just started to spiral. I mean I kind of believe that like if since this is the tail end of the trip you know the cameras are down you know you're not being mic'd you can be a bit of a diva you can be a bit of a bitch like you're just like now I can really just like let the monster out because I don't have to put up the show I don't have to put up the character I'm cranky I'm tired I can be a little cranky and tired and snap and she knew she could take off the mask and be the real bitch that is, is deep in there you know underneath the heart the real Kathy. So she start, uh, starts popping off, going off about Kyle, saying all sorts of nasty things about Kyle. There were no cameras. Again, nobody was mic'd, so we don't have any actual footage or audio of any of that unless one of the producers happened to pull out their iPhone, which we know has happened in the past, where sometimes they pull out their iPhones and they start recording stuff in the moment. Very rare. I mean, I I don't think there was anything captured from that night, to be honest with you, but she. There was also an incident at the country club that involved a DJ because Kathy went up to him and she asked him to play Billie Jean from her dear friend Michael Jackson, but he was like, "Uh, honey, it's 2002. What do you like? What do you think this is? Where you can just come up and put a quarter in my asshole and I'm gonna play whatever song you want? No, thank you." And so she got upset with that and allegedly she called him an fag. You know the bad f word that you don't want to call the gays. She called him that. I mean, you can call them gay, but you don't want to call them an fag. You know what I mean? So. That was overheard by Erica. And then as we saw in the trailer, Erica, Rinna, and Diana are talking about Kathy's behavior, which continued to spiral that night. I believe some of the other women were also talking about Kathy's behavior, and it wasn't just those three. So I'm curious to see what gets edited in, because I believe Sutton also had things to say about Kathy. But it's interesting that Sutton wasn't in the trailer. Um, Curious to see how that all plays out, to be honest with you. Apparently Rinna and Kathy ended up leaving the country club and they went back to Kyle's place. And that's where um, Kathy continued to like rage and have this whole major angry tantrum. This is also the same night that we saw Kathy go and comment on her husband Rick's Instagram account saying, get me out of here. I'm a celebrity. Get me out of here. So we saw in this week's episode that Kyle revealed that Kathy usually comments on Instagram posts that she believes are private, but aren't actually private. So Kyle says that Kathy will go and like tell her, hey, call me in her Instagram comments instead of doing like a DM. So it makes sense that Kathy did something similar with her husband Rick. And I actually anticipate that it's going to be, um. I anticipate that it's going to come up on the show, her comment on Rick's Instagram post, and that's probably why we saw this scene this week with Kyle saying, oh, my sister does this. Like, all of it's foreshadowing, right? All of the editing, this, this is why they edit the show after they finish filming while it's airing, because they're building, they're leaving all the breadcrumbs for us. They're leaving all the little nuggets that build up what's going to be coming up down the season. So I anticipate Or I believe that's the reason we get this scene with Kyle where she talks about how Kathy does this regularly so that when we get to that actual episode, the comment on Rick's Instagram post will come up. And I'm pretty sure they'll pull her interview that she gave that same week saying, oh, yeah, I was just doing that as a prank. It was just a joke. Ah, ha, ha. Like, LOL. Like, even though that doesn't seem much like an LOL to me, it's like. Get me out of here. And you're posting that publicly so that you can cause a big stir. Cuckoo Magoo. Cuckoo Magoo. I have a feeling Real House of, of the Hills season 12 will get better from here. All the parts of both trailers are from the upcoming episodes. Yes. Do you think Kyle will leave after this season? I think it's very possible that Kyle will leave after this season. Um, just because there's like nothing more for her to gain. The fans are so crazy. She literally can't even breathe without like getting ripped apart for every little thing. Um... They're always beating her up, like, nasty. They started coming after the kids. They were coming after Portia. So, for me, I'm just like, there's nothing she has to gain from it, you know? Her career is fine. Her bank account is fine with Mauricio. She doesn't need the money. She really doesn't need the fame at this point, um... And I think if anything, she'd probably want to retreat from the fame. She'd probably want to kind of just like take a backseat and chill. And even so, if she wanted to kind of still stay in TV, there's Mauricio spinoff that he just got on Netflix about the agency that she could dip into, film some fun scenes and kind of stay relevant with that. But, but that, you know, again, we saw Kathy on her Instagram live claiming that she didn't throw a tantrum because, you know, she doesn't behave that way, which is interesting. This is interesting because why would you come out and say that and they played it. They pulled the clip. They got the rights to air that clip. But it's also interesting because we see her um, own up to, like, calling out Kyle in that scene with Kyle and Rinna at Kyle's house when she gets called out, when Rinna calls her out about the things that she said when she was throwing her tantrum in Aspen. We do see her kind of own up to some of it. So it's cur- it's interesting that we have these interviews with her where she's like, I wasn't commenting on Rick's uh, social media post seriously. I was doing it just as a joke. And... Now that we have all these other details, it doesn't look like a joke, but then we have this other interview with her saying, like, I don't behave like that. I never threw a tantrum. And then we have this scene with her in Beverly Hills where she's essentially owning up and admitting that she, like, threw a bit of a tantrum and said some unpleasant things about Kyle. And she also just recently did an interview with E.T., like... that came out I want to say like today um, where she says that she's tired she was tired and she was cranky and yes she may have said some things that were unkind so I'm like okay so then did you do it didn't you do it what is real what's not real it sounds like everything the other women were saying about her is seemingly true and she was trying to pull in Denise Richards and essentially lie to us and give us a whole false narrative that's not real um some people think diana won't be at the reunion what do you think i don't see why she wouldn't be at the reunion she was a full-time housewife i would assume i would assume diana's gonna be there why wouldn't she bravo biatch why wouldn't she um thoughts on erica's cringe comments to crystals crystal regarding her eating disorder okay i knew this was gonna come up i did not love them as i've been very open and honest with you guys i've struggled Tremendously with eating disorders, with bulimia, with anorexia. Um, so I was very bothered by Erica's comments to Crystal. Um you know, saying or, you know, asking, I mean, and I don't think she was asking maliciously, right? Because Kyle was also asking questions of Crystal. Um, And it seemed like, you know, these questions are natural. People have these questions they want to know. What's your routine? Do you throw up? Do you do this? Do you do that? Like they kind of they're curious. And so it's natural to ask questions. Kyle said that she was asking questions because she can relate to it. So, you know, that that I get when we get into like the laxative talk and the chicken tender talk, that to me was bothersome. Um, only because again, again, I've been in crystals position. I know what it's like. Even watching scenes like that for me are very triggering. Um, that, you know, I was making popcorn as I was watching that scene and then all of a sudden I was like, I don't want to eat this popcorn. I don't want to eat this popcorn. I don't want the calories. I don't want that. Like, your mind, like, it does still screw with you. Um, And I know a lot of people reached out and they said some, like, really kind things. They're like, I'm so sorry you you were triggered by that. And I'm like, listen, don't, you know, I appreciate that. I wouldn't say you need to be sorry Because I think triggers are a natural part of life, you know, and we need to learn how to face them and how to to work through them. And I feel like I'm in a place where I'm able to work through them. And like the the example with the popcorn, right? I didn't want to eat it. I wasn't going to eat it. My brain immediately like snapped into that mode. And then I stopped myself and I was like, no, I'm not going to allow this scene to ruin my moment of enjoying a snack that I enjoy and watching a show that I like, you know? And so I was able to talk myself out of that. Obviously I've been in recovery for many, many years. I've still had some, you know, issues and trouble. But so my point is there are going to be times in life where things get triggered. Um, but Zach, it is not Erica alone. Garcelle is also part of the issue that was hypocrisy for me last night. Um, interesting with what part, I'm curious what your take on with the Garcelle part or the Garcelle integration with, um, elaborate on that for me sorry the the comments are coming in really fast I'm trying to clarify my thoughts guys so I'm not actively reading but yes Brittany says take a laxative was so rude she didn't say take a laxative she said um I take laxative she's like what so you throw up I take laxatives in poor taste not a good comment very triggering but it also I've Remember, I've been in recovery. I've been to a treatment center for bulimia. So I know that sometimes there are subconscious thought patterns that we have that we aren't even aware of. And so immediately from that, as much as I was disgusted by the comment, um, I think it also illuminated the fact that Erica herself might have issues with food with eating with whatever i'm not making any accusations but i'm just saying i actually think because when it comes to bulimia I struggled with it for well over ten years. When it comes to that, there are three different types of purging. So bulimia is is a cycle of binging and purging. And so there are the first type of purging is obviously like physically making yourself throw up. The second part of or the second type of purging is working out. So you're tracking the number of calories you're taking in, and then you go to the gym and you make sure you work off every single calorie. So you're trying to like burn those calories, and it's that obsessive cycle of working out to make sure you're counteracting everything that you eat. Right. That's a second type of purging. And then the third type of purging that's very common with bulimia is taking laxatives. So it's very possible that she's not even aware that she also has some of the same, you know, struggles that Crystal herself has, um, so that's why I wasn't quick to like immediately jump down her neck on that because it wasn't like a she didn't say well why even throw up just take some laxatives she said my preference is to take laxatives which again being in a treatment center and seeing other people and how they deal with others having you know struggles with their eating just like them it's it's a little different had she said just take laxative now the trick and tender comment. A very important taste. I cannot, there's no defending it. There's no justifying it. There's no rationalizing it. It was a very important taste comment, especially because, you know, it's one of those things where. She's just been very open and vulnerable with you, Crystal. And she's shared with you that she's currently struggling. And when somebody's currently struggling, saying things like that are not appropriate because it could be very damaging depending on where their headspace is. And it could really affect them in a much deeper way. You know, like for me, again, I'm on the internet. I hear comments from people all the time. Um, I am in a place where I do kind of struggle a bit with my body because I'm going to the gym a lot more and I'm putting on a lot more lean body mass, which is very challenging for me, but I'm trying to push myself through it and work through that and be okay with my body changing instead of being like, you know, obsessive about being super skinny. Um, But I do remember where there were times when people would look at me and they'd be like, you need to eat a hamburger. You need to eat a sandwich. You need to do this. You need to do that. Okay. I get it, guys. I get it. You think Erica was out of line. Listen, I understand. I appreciate that. Let me have my moment because I'm trying to be vulnerable with you right now and share my experience. So instead of trashing Erica, why don't you just take a minute to be quiet and actually listen? We don't always need to spew are reckless comments. Like, just actually take in the words that I'm giving you right now because I don't often try to talk about this stuff because it's very challenging for me to talk about. So give me a fucking moment to just be raw and real and hashtag no filter with you because it's very challenging when I'm trying to share my experience and I'm seeing all these, like, nasty comments where you're just beating up Erica. You know, give me a minute. Let me process this because it's not easy for me to talk about. Now I lost my train of thought. Um, Sorry, I got a little worked up there. I didn't mean to. Um, But listen, when I'm telling you that I'm struggling with my body image and that even years after coming out of treatment, it's still very hard. I don't condone the things that Erica said. Um, I do think that she maybe has some, you know, issues with her own food. The fact that she has admittedly now said that she takes laxatives and that is a form of bulimia. And Bulimia is something that I myself struggled with and went into treatment for. Um, You know, it's it's complicated and I have had people make comments like that to me and it doesn't make you feel good because it's like what just because you think me eating a cheeseburger is a solution to whatever problem you think is existing you don't even know what the problem is you know um but I don't condone what Erica did I can't condone what she said I'm not defending her at all I'm just trying to provide deeper further context as to the situation because a lot of people are weighing in and a lot of people are you know, having an opinion about eating disorders and they're not people that have truly genuinely struggled with eating disorders to the extent that somebody like myself or somebody like Crystal actually has. I do think it's important that we talk about these issues. I do think it's important that we shed light on them. I think it was very powerful that Crystal was openly sharing these things with Kyle and with Erica at the party because it... One, it takes a lot of courage to be that vulnerable with people and to be like, hey, in this moment, I feel like I want to throw up, especially because... Those aren't casual things and you never know how people are going to react to something like that. It's something that I don't, even when I'm struggling, I don't actively like tell my friends, yeah, I don't really want to eat this right now. I kind of want to go throw up right now. Like those types of conversations don't typically happen. So the fact that Crystal's having them not just openly at a party with her friends, but also on camera, I think is really powerful. I think Jackie on Real House in New Jersey. Also a very powerful conversation. Um. Okay. So, okay. I'm sorry, guys. There are so many comments coming in. Um. Okay, let me see what some of you guys are saying. Oh, Garcelle said you look so thin. Yeah. I mean, I think that's also troublesome. It's hard because something like you look so thin can be very validating for somebody that struggles with an eating disorder or that prioritizes being thin. I don't blame Garcelle for saying that because I feel like it's a natural thing. It's something that our culture has kind of just naturally – Encouraged, So I don't think Garcelle meant any harm in saying any of that. In fact, I think a lot of people think that that's a compliment to pay somebody in a situation like Crystal's because they think, oh, if I tell you that you're skinny, then you won't realize that you're struggling inside. When most people fail to recognize that eating disorders have nothing to do with weight, they have nothing to do with your body. It's a lot deeper than that. There are deeper emotional, psychological issues that are taking place that, you know, are making it more challenging for you to deal with food and body and weight and the scale and all of that stuff. Crystal is so beautiful. She broke my heart last night. She, uh, yeah, I listen. It's hard because it's like I think people oftentimes want to compliment people and want to say nice things about them and about their body. But they also don't realize like if you're caught up in a cycle and you're starving yourself or you're, you know, binging and purging and somebody tells you that you look skinny, then it can also trigger you to be like, see, okay, I need to keep up with these behaviors because this is very validating for me. And the fact that, you know. The fact that I'm sharing this and I'm getting compliments for it, it just feeds the dragon and you have to, or it just, yeah, it feeds the ego and you have to keep chasing the dragon is what I meant to say. Um, It's hard. I think it's very easy for people to have an opinion. It's, here's the thing, when it's something silly or fictitious or it's like a dumb fight over nothing, that's where I understand, you know, people have opinions When people have strong opinions about people's eating disorders or things that they're genuinely struggling with, that's where I have a, I I like to take a step back and be like, okay, let's really, you know, Let's really reel this in, guys, because some people that really struggle with it can have challenges with these conversations or can be triggered by these things. And again, triggers are natural. We have to learn how to deal with them. We have to learn how to process them in a healthy way, especially when it comes to eating disorders. It's not like a, a, an alcohol addiction or a drug addiction. You can abstain from drugs. You can abstain from alcohol. You cannot go into a bar. But we have to wake up every day and face our bodies, and we have to wake up every day and we have to eat if we want to live. So it's a little, you know, it's a little different—not more or less, but a little bit different. Um, okay, let's see. Red Sox, thank you guys, thank you for the love. Um, Red Sox, Sarah says dealing with others' comments are the worst. Why don't you eat a burger? And when somebody says that, where does it all go? Or why don't you eat? Yeah, it's it's tough. It is. Um, even with that, I thought you know I was too fat. Yeah. The whole conversation was really hitting me. Yeah, Parker, you know, these are real things that a lot of people a lot of people face yeah the eat a cheeseburger comment it's so common eat a cheeseburger you know i think sheena also faced that and on her instagram recently where somebody told her eat a sandwich or eat a burger and she was like so upset about that oh my god i love you i struggled with an eating disorder and it's really really hard and it still creeps up sometimes it does it still creeps up sometimes it's crept up on me you know a couple of times in recent years and it's you know and when you get into those headspaces you have to just be able to utilize the old tools that you've learned to navigate through that Thank you, Red Sox, Harris. Thank, thank you, guys. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, When Crystal shared her story, I feel that was so brave, and I'm thankful because, uh, I'm thankful because so many people, there are so many people that she could be helping. Yes, absolutely. Thank you, Angela. I appreciate the super sticker, my love. You're so sweet, Zach. You're helping people too, just by sharing. Thank you, thank you, Aaron. Listen, I all I can do is be honest and be myself. I'm eating 7-Eleven cookies and cream cheese brownie. Okay, you do you, girl. Live your life. Have fun. Enjoy yourself. Um, I think what was wrong was Eric and Crystal aren't on the level to ask questions about it. It's personal, and I don't want people asking me why I'm not eating. Well, here's the thing. If you open it up, like here, I'm opening myself up to this conversation right now. And I think Crystal opened herself up to that by... By talking about it. And I don't think that that's a bad thing. And I don't think it's unnatural for people to have questions. And I think people should feel comfortable asking those questions because that's how we all learn from this, right? That's how we all understand it better. Um, Sometimes you have to realize if you open that conversation, people are going to make dumb, ignorant, you know, tactless comments or ask, you know, questions that may be challenging for you. So I wouldn't open up that conversation unless you feel really confident. But it seems like Crystal found an opportunity where she could hold herself accountable. And she stuck to that and good for her. Thank you, guys. Oh, my God. I'm now seeing all the... Stop looking at the YouTube comments. Come over here. We love you. Thank you, Hannah. Sorry, sorry, sorry. I am seeing all of them. Recovery is not linear. It's not. It's like, you know, like success. It goes up and down and up and down. And you have loop-de-loops and a loop-de-loop around and a blowjob on the side. Thank you for expressing your battle. I've dealt with body image issues since childhood myself, and I'm not fully happy with where I am, but I'm happy that I'm able to look at myself in the mirror and be happy. Yes, Tones, happiness is a choice. And I think it's so much easier. It's hard, but it's so much easier than people realize. And it's so much more powerful than people realize by just taking small steps to acknowledge that, to say that, to write that publicly in this public forum. So thank you for sharing that, Tones. Thank you, guys. Um, hi, hey, hello. Good evening. Hi, Virtuously Shady Diva. What's going on? Definitely blowjobs on the side. Yes, Valerie. Definitely a little blowjob on the side. Faux show. Sure. You're amazing. Making me cry. Aw, Peggy, don't cry. I love you guys. Um, I feel like she should have known better, but I understand that it was not malicious. I don't think what... Garcelle said or what Erica said was intended to hurt Crystal in any way. I think it came from a lack of understanding. Um, And I think for the most part, they were innocuous. The only one I will fight back on is the chicken tender comment. I thought that was in very poor taste. Um, But the questions, the laxatives, the you look so thin, I think that those are innocuous. Maybe it's just that I face things like this often and I'm so strong in my recovery or I feel so confident in my recovery that I... I'm not necessarily as triggered as some other people. It may be, depending on where they're at. But listen, should have known better and know better are two completely different things. We often think people should know better without realizing people are human and they're flawed and they don't always think things through. Um, if you don't know what is triggering you, you can't learn. So thank you for this. Thank you, Elaine. It's very, it's very true. Very, very true. Erica's questions were valid at first, and then it turned left. I agree. And that's that's exactly what I said, Gemini. It was it started very, you know, innocuous. It started very curious, and then it definitely turned left. And it was like, oh, this is not. Do you think Cherie will get a diamond next season? Maybe. I mean, I think Cherie's actually bringing a lot this season. I'm enjoying Cherie for sure. I like Sheree. I hate when people are telling me that you've lost weight. I didn't leave my house for two years because I gained weight. Oh, wow. Thank you for sharing, Jenny. Do you think Diana will be back next season? Um, Maybe. I don't know. I, I feel like there may be a cast shakeup coming at this point, to be honest with you guys. I love Rob's cute compliments about Crystal's short dress being a gift. (laughs) Rob really loves Crystal. You can see that they have a really solid marriage. Why don't you have some bread and maybe you'll calm down? Yeah. See? Yeah. I think Rinna herself has also probably struggled with body dysmorphia or with eating disorders, you know? Love you. Love you too, Hannah. Um, been clean 21 years and people are still rude when asking about my addiction. See, it's challenging. But I think for me, when people ask me challenging questions, I always just operate or I try to. I'm not saying I'm perfect, but I try to operate from this place of like they don't understand it. They're not in my position. They don't know my struggle. They don't know what my struggle has been and they don't know where I'm at today. So I never try to judge people As, you know, trying to be evil or malicious or even when people do try to be evil and malicious and take a cheap shot. I also have to remember and have the empathy to know that they're taking these cheap shots because there's something they're feeling inside that they think that spitting the venom out at me is going to fix in some way or validate them in some way. And that's just not it's not a reality. Thank you, guys. I appreciate all the love and support. Um... I enjoy Sheree. I definitely enjoy Sheree. Um, I don't think Sheree wants the diamond, though. I think I disagree. I think Sheree wants the diamond. I think Sheree's wanted the diamond for a minute, Shady Diva. Virtuously Shady Diva. Love you, too, Arif. Um... Let's see. I was told that people make comments. Imagine an eye stamped on their forehead for ignorant. They don't intend. They don't intend to be mean. They just don't get it. Exactly. Red Sox Sarah. It's coming from a lack of awareness or a lack of exposure, but it's rarely coming from a place of ugliness or nastiness. And when people are trying to be nasty towards you, it's never coming from a place of trying to be genuinely evil and hurt you. It's coming from a, pa- a place of pain within themselves that they're trying to then share with you so that you can feel just as painful as they are feeling on the inside. Um, thank you for speaking about your eating disorder. I struggle myself in your pressure sort. Thank you, Haley. See, this is healthy to have these conversations and to have people open up and to talk about these things and to continue to push these conversations forward. Hunky says, do you think they will ever have a Real House of a Beverly Hills reunion with the OG cast in the future? I would love that, like a Real House of a Beverly Hills legacy series. I don't know if that'll ever happen because I don't think Lisa Vanderpump and Kyle could ever be in the same room together. I also feel like Lisa Vanderpump's like so far beyond Housewives at this point. I think she's like done and ready to move on with her life. Thank you, Melmeth, for the two badges. Thanks, my love. I always enjoy answering more questions with people, but I don't enjoy the judgment. Listen, judgment comes, but remember, judgment never has anything to do with you. It always has to do with the person that's judging. Uh, perhaps assume a positive intent until you can clock that they're just being nasty towards you. Exactly. And then you can clock a bitch. Clock them. Hit it. Take off your earrings like Cherie and get it. Um, can we have more talks like this if you're interested? I mean, I'm down. I just know people come to me because they want fun, lighthearted content. They don't often want to talk about, you know... The heaviness of eating disorders. It just happened to apply to this week's episode. Yes, maybe they'll have a reunion with the OGs in a few years. If they get paid enough, I'm sure they'll all show up. Yeah, I mean, listen, I think that would be fun. Like a Beverly Hills Legacy, since we now know they're doing um, New York Legacy. It is interesting, though, that they're doing a New York Legacy and, but they're not doing an OC legacy, and they're not doing an Atlanta legacy, or a Jersey legacy, or a Beverly Hills legacy. And those were like the first like four or five shows that it's like, why are we just going with New York? Isn't because we were trying to save the franchise, and we knew it was like a little controversial, and we wanted to fire Ebony without having to actually fire Ebony. Um, hi from Australia. Hi Australia, you're so wise. Thank you, Life with Bear. I tried to be. Um. But listen, I also understand that like people only hear the things that they're ready to hear, right? People will come in here and leave. People will come in here and be bored. People will come in here and disagree with me. Um, you're only going to hear the messages that you're ready to receive. So just know that like you're ready to receive some of these messages and hopefully you're able to move through them and, you know, continue to operate and come from a, a place of yes, as Bethany would say. Yeah, maybe they'll have a reunion. Yeah. I mean, I would like that. Do you think New York Legacy will actually happen or is it just testing? Um, I actually think New York Legacy will happen. I just don't think we should have our hopes too high only because they announced it and we didn't really get any follow-up from it. So... Like, why would you announce a show before even casting it or having any real production behind it? So my thing is it's like, mm, like, it's good that we know that they're planning this. But, mm, mm, love from Singapore. Hi, Singapore. Um, I love the fun content, but I also really appreciate the information you provide us, too. You have, you know, a lot about the industry and I find it fascinating and I like to have the real talks, too. I agree. I like the real talks. Um, I just don't often think that people want these, like, deeper conversations. But, like, listen, if you guys are down, I'm down. Downtown, Jude Brown. Um, okay, was there anything else in my notes that I wanted to cover in tonight's live? No, I think I really just wanted to do the Aspen Tea, the Beverly Hills midseason trailer recap, and then the announcement of Tamara Judge. I know Marlo... Um, Marlo, her home was broken into, right? By a man that had like a mask on. Much love to Marlo and her family. That sounds awful. I couldn't even imagine having to have that sense of security shattered in that way. So love to, Mar- uh, love to Marlo. Does anyone think that Erica and Rinna are getting fired since their contract is up? Possibly. I mean, here's the thing. I could see Rinna leaving and I could see Kyle leaving. Um, I don't know if I can see Erica leaving on her own accord. I mean, I guess... Listen, when you have you know, legal bills, the size of hers, like you want to save and preserve every job. That's just me being a hustler and being like, I never leave a job unless like I absolutely have to. And even then, like I really consider staying for like another six months before I absolutely have to just because I'm always afraid. I have that money noise of like always being afraid of being like, ah, what's up with Tamara? She's coming back to OC. She announced it on Watch What Happens Live this week. Um, this convo, this convo is definitely helpful. As we know, Zach takes it deep, real deep. I actually don't take it deep, Virtuously Shady Diva. That's why I like small dicks, because if I'm ever going to take it, I want to make sure it's a pocket rocket and not, you know, deep up in there if you want to go there. Uh, I don't like Erica or Rinna much. However, I think it would be a poor decision to cut them both. Yeah, I think they bring so much to the show. I feel like Rinna is spiraling online and might burn bridges. Yeah, she's definitely spiraling online. I feel like, um, I feel like. A lot of it has to do with the grief. You know, when you are the villain on a reality show, you get a lot of criticism and a lot of heat and a lot of feedback from people, right? I think she's also a very impulsive person, so she adds fuel to the fire. But I think when you're grieving, you do crazy things. I remember doing crazy things, you know, last year when I was deep into that grieving process. So I think that there is an element of that for sure. Thank you, Jenny. Um, what do you feel about Schwartz and Sandy's bar? I saw the pics and was underwhelmed, but what they said they wanted on the show. Um, what do I think about Schwartz and Sandy's bar? I think I should have gotten an invite to the opening. <laughs> That's what I think. I was like, um, where was it? Did my invite get lost in the mail? Because they've been asking me to promote Tom Sandoval's show, which I've promoted. I actually have tickets to that that I can give away if anybody wants to go to Tom Sandoval's show this weekend. Um, Tom Sandoval and the Most Extras. uh, They're doing a show this weekend, the 23rd, in Agora Hills. So if anybody wants to go, DM me if you want tickets, and I will hook you up. Um, But I am like, hmm, hmm, where did my invite to the opening party go? Because I know... So many of the cast members and I would have loved to have attended. Um, People are surprised about Rena's social media stuff, but she told us from the beginning that she loves to stay relevant. I mean, listen, if it's helping her stay relevant, she's doing her thing. She's doing her thing. Uh, Danielle, thank you, Danielle. Always love your content. You You gave us a lot to think about tonight. Thank you, Danielle. I like to always give you something to think about, but if I gave you a little extra to think about and there's a lot to digest and hopefully we can operate from a better place moving forward, then I think that that's incredible. Um, And if not, at least we got to have some fun tonight. We got to live life. Even if you don't like them, you can't deny they know how to play the Housewife game. That's right, Taz. I know that's right. Try the Kentucky muffin drink. What is the Kentucky muffin drink? Have they announced the cast for OC yet? Um, I believe it's going to be Tamara, Shannon, Heather, Emily, Gina. Heather, Emily, Gina, and one or two other new housewives I believe, what is being optioned right now, but nothing's been uh, set in stone. So, have you figured out or decided if you're going to BravoCon? Uh, yes, I heard from Bravo today, and I will not be going to BravoCon. So, um, they passed. They declined, um, which is fine. They're like, you know, but if you want to attend, you can buy a ticket. And I'm like, wow, ouch. First, the Toms don't invite me to the to-, to the opening of Schwartz and Sandy's, and then Bravo's like, "Yeah, we don't want you at BravoCon. Thank you." Next, I was like, "Okay, listen, it's okay. I have an announcement coming soon, and I cannot wait to share it because I cannot wait. Um, it's on the menu at TomTom's. Oh, the Kentucky Muffin drink at Tom Tom's. I like Tom Tom, and their cocktails are great, and their fries are great. I love me some Tom Tom. I love me some Pump." I would say those are the two Supreme, Pump and Tom Tom over Sir. I think Sir's a little overrated. Um, Rude, Bravo's missing the hell out. Thank you, Tess. I think so, too. Is Alexis Bellino in? I don't believe Alexis Bellino is in. No. Um, I would boycott if I was going in the first place. Oh, stop. You guys are funny. Um, They'll all regret it someday. Yes, Brittany. I actually know that that is very true. Um, Yeah. What are your thoughts on Tamara and Heather? There's been drama off the show. Do you think they'll reconnect or clash horns? I think they're definitely going to clash. Maybe not at the beginning. Maybe at the beginning they'll try to make it nice. I think Tamara's going to come in. I think she's already working to mend fences with Shannon. Shannon doesn't have any friends left on the show. She lost Dr. Jen and she lost Noella. And those were really the only two that I think she had a standing chance with. She's not really on good terms with Emily or Gina and she's not on good terms with Heather. So she needs an ally and Tamara needs an ally that can go against Heather. And I think it's going to be a clash of the egos because Tamara's going to come in and she's going to think she's the big dog that's coming in to save Real Housewives of Orange County. And we had Heather come in last year and she was brought in to save Real Housewives of Orange County. So I think there's definitely going to be a thing. Um, And I cannot wait to watch it. I actually think it's going to be good. Um, They see you as competition. You and Adam already had a BravoCon. We, yeah, we had our own mini BravoCon that we spread amongst three different cities. So, yeah, I told Adam, I was like, I don't know if we're actually going to get into BravoCon. Um, I mean, listen, they may change their mind. And if they do, you know, put some respect on my check. But we'll see. It's going to be a clash of the egos. Yes, Anaki. Anaki. Okay. I do have to wrap um, because there's literally a bachelor party happening at my at my apartment today um, that my mother decided to throw. And I was like, why did you pick a Thursday? Thursdays are my craziest and busiest days. So, yes. It sounds like BDE with Tamara. Well, we know Tamara's got the BDE. And technically, so does Heather. I would love to see them back to the one mil per episode with Tamara. I mean, that would be incredible, right? Because that would be stronger, yeah, than Heather. I think that would be great. Okay. I do have to wrap. Thank you guys for joining. Hopefully you enjoyed this week's live. Um, I do have a new episode coming up this Monday. Lots of tea to be spilled. It's going to be fun. So stay tuned. Lots. Oh, wait. I didn't tell you guys. Ronald Richards blocked me on Twitter. It was a Kim Kardashian moment where she was looking at her phone and she noticed that Tristan blocked her and I was like, he blocked me? Oh my God, he blocked me. So that was the vibe. I finally got blocked. And then I I won't, yeah, I can't reveal. I I shared my friends on the inside, all my other collaborator friends. We all have like group texts and threads and I shared it and I won't tell you who, but some people are like, yes, that's a badge of honor. And I was like, oh, thanks guys. Oh, I guess when you hold people accountable and they don't like it. So when you see things on Twitter, you'll have to screenshot them and send them to me now that I can't see them myself. Put some respect on my check. All right, guys. Love you. Mean it. Appreciate you. I hope you have a wonderful weekend. I hope you live life. I have not seen Ultimate Girls Trip yet. Um, April B423. Thank you, my love, for the two badges. If you guys drop badges or you guys uh, drop some super chats or super stickers i love you i appreciate you every time ronald posts i want to take a shower because his bs makes me feel gross (laughs) oh well at least you're not his wife hi lauren i hope you're watching um anyway thank you guys for tuning in to hashtag no filter with zach peter you can follow me at just plain zach if you care about me personally or you can follow the show at no filter with zach i love you guys i appreciate you guys I always have the best time on Thursday nights and on Tuesday nights with lives and, you know, the new episodes that we have come out. We have lots of good content coming up. Um, If you are in the Facebook group, I did just reveal who two of July, uh, not sorry, not July, August's guests are going to be wink wink. So I revealed that on Instagram, or sorry, on the Facebook groups that you can send in questions. Love you guys. Appreciate you guys. Good night, Zach. Bye bye.